to Bernier in the middle. Bernier sees Felipe open. Felipe runs. Felipe says the vial. The vial is open. The vial shook. All right, one it's up. The woodworks. Good day, good night, and welcome to a historic moment in the history of the Off the Woodworks Soccer Podcast. The Montreal Impact went to Mexico, battled hard, took the lead, almost held on, but at the end, they drawed, they tied, and they're coming back to Montreal with a 2-2 draw on Mexican soil. Welcome to Off the Woodworks post-game show. I am Kevin Arman. First of all, I had a great night tonight at the Casual Spa Saint-Honard with G.S. Bonival from the 127 Supporters Group. It was a great night filled with Montreal fans and filled with great excitement after Dilly Duca, or should I say Dilly Tuca, scored a brace, put the impact in front to nothing. And then CONCACAF just CONCACAFed us and eventually a Mexican team just Tied it up, but Montreal held on. They fought hard. Just ask the right eye of Evan Bush. Should I say the left eye of Evan Bush? How hard they fought. They fought tooth and nails. They scratched. They clawed. They did everything they could to get that draw. And for once, you know what I was thinking when I was watching the game? For once, with the players like Piatti and such... Well, we played that game. We played that gamesmanship game. And at the end of the night, we are coming back home with two goals scored on the road. And not trailing. 2-2. Which is more than I should than I could have asked for before the beginning of the game. Yes, I know my voice is a little shoddy. That tells you the type of night I had. <laughs> it was a great night. Oh, when Duca scored that first goal... That mother duca, holy cow, holy cow. I lost my, you know what. And when, when he scored his second, oh, the whole place lost his crap. I was at Cajos Pass and Onal. It was the official visioning party for the Montreal Impact. And I just lost my crap when Duca scored his second. And eventually that freaky goal. By Perez. No, it wasn't Perez. Perez the goalkeeper. What's the name of the guy who scored the keeper? I think it's worth mentioning. It was a great, like, you have to say it. It was a great 23-yard free kick by Oliveira. There's nothing we could have done to stop that free kick, you know? And eventually, New Orleans, what's his freaking name? The other guy, too. You know? Those freaking Mexican names. I know, I'm not a... I don't have the... Nicest pronunciation, but it doesn't matter. Nu Nahuelpan, Arel Nahuelpan, who tied the game at the 60th minute at Estadio Hidalgo. First of all, the 30th or something, I don't know how many supporters of the impact were there, but hats off to you all for traveling down there in the peril of your life almost and supporting your club. And you got something you don't really get when Montreal supporters travel. Not just a result, but two goals on the road. Dilly Tuka. Dilly Tuka. What a game. Career night for him. Anyways, going back to that game, if you would have asked me 
before the before that game, what I would want it and the prediction I made was I wanted Montreal to score at least one goal and not come back home with a deficit, more than two goals. So I was predicting like 3-1 Pachuca. And coming out of Estadio Hidalgo, Montreal's 2-2 with two goals on the road. I'm astonished. I'm floored. I'm happy. I'm ecstatic. But the thing is, in the process of watching that game, they were up to nothing. And I got my hopes up a little too high. Like a lot of Montreal supporters, I guess. I got my hopes. I was like, wow, we'll be the first ever Canadian team to win on the road in Mexico. Blah, blah. Eventually, CONCACAF came back with a hurry. Free kick was fine. The referee did a couple of bad spots, but not on that first free kick. Not going to lie, that first free kick was deserved. And on the second goal, it was a miscommunication between Laurent which I have to say, I have been impressed. I love you, Laura. Laura is a great addition to Montreal back. His presence at the center back is he's beast-like. He's not the only one. Rio Coker, Ajiro. Uh, we've seen some great things on the pitch tonight. We really did. It was a great moment. It was a great... The quest for a moment was accomplished. The mission was accomplished in Mexico. And now... The other mission is in Montreal. <laughs> as stupid as that it sounds, if Montreal keeps that nil-nil at the big O, well, Montreal's through through the court through the semifinals. And they tie TFC for the furthest journey in that now the Scotiabanks CONCACAF Champions League tournament. And <laughs> it's an arm's reach, people. Right now, I... I mixed. It's a mixed bag between the fact that Montreal did get a result in Mexico and I'm happy got two real goals on the road. It's I'm happy as hell, but they got they were up to nothing. But you have to remember Montreal is still in like their training camp. It was their first competitive game in the season with eleven new players, seven of them starting tonight. If you're talking about the real Cokers, the Donadell, the Sima Sumare. Toya, Cabrera, Oduro. A lot of new players starting from Montreal. Which, by the way, I was 10 out of 11 for predicting the start of 11. The only one that I missed was Cabrera. But it's fine. He was under the radar. And Miller and Camaro had the... You said the, the tourist sickness? Or maybe the... The sickness of the country. Anyways, they, they were right. Kimura finally, at the end, made his appearance in the game around the 70th minute, a little past that. He did make a good presence, got a yellow card, which is not surprising by Kimura. And it could have been a red, you know. It's, you know how Kimura is, and Kimura's been playing that way for the last couple of years. But it happens, and at least it's in Mexico. And still, I'm glad. 2-2. Going back to the fact that it's 2-2, going back to Montreal. On a hard concrete pitch in the Big O Conditions that Pachuca are not used to playing in. Pachuca did have their A-team on the field tonight. Jurgen Dam did start, even though Jurgen Dam was basically non-existent tonight. He was not a threat for Pachuca. We basically did not see him the whole 75, 75 minutes that he played on the field. 
And that's a good thing for Montreal. They were able to stop Jürgen which probably can tell you what would have happened if they did not do that. Montreal would not have come out of that game with a result, with a draw, if they would not have shut down Jürgen Damm. Yes, Noel Pan and the other dude scored on that free kick. Fine. Two goals that... Well, one goal is a free kick, and it's a bad foul on Mars. Yeah, we're expecting that to happen eventually. We're used to it. It's CONCACAF for F6. So, so we know what we're going into. And then, the second goal. Which is a miscommunication between Evan Bush and Lagassima. And that's to be expected too. First competitive game they ever played together. They've only been playing together for a couple of weeks. Lagassima is coming from a totally different type of soccer playing, country playing type. And his first competitive game is in Mexico of all places with the Montreal Impact. So... There was a lot of things, a lot of intangibles going against Montreal. And after all that, they get a result. They get a 2-2 draw. Again, Dilituka. First of all, let's tip our hat to Dilituka. A career performance. His first ever multiple goal game as a professional in Major League Soccer or above. So, nothing to say. Lugasima showed us he's going to be probably the best addition Montreal did in the offseason. Even though he came like a gift onto our lap, we are going to grab him and use him and be able to take to squeeze every single ounce of potential out of him and get some points out of it. And just because of him, I think we're going to make the playoffs. Right now, I, I, I have to admit, after one game of CCL, I predict Montreal makes the playoff just because of the number 23. The presence he has, the intimidation factors, and just the fact that he's not going to get intimidated by the, any other players, Mexican, American, whatever in in the world. He's not scared. You've seen that before, and he has a confidence to him that we're not used to see with Montreal back. And just with that 90 minutes of play that I've seen Sima played with a blue jersey on, I'm already sold. I already love the guy. Speaking of another guy that I love, Rio Coker. Damn, I was not sold when that guy was picked up by the impact from Chivas USA. But I have to say, after his first minutes of play, I was convinced. He does have a presence that is intimidating. Him and Donadell, even though Donadell, the last 40 minutes of the game, he couldn't physically hang with the other rest of the players on the field. Pachuca's in the middle of their season. They were the, they, they had that fitness advantage, that form advantage, and it showed in Donadell's play. Still, him and Rio Coker showed me a type of chemistry that I would not have predicted for two guys that never knew each other a couple of months ago, that never probably heard of each other before coming months ago. Same thing needs to be said for Sumari and Sima. I was harsh on Sumari's signing or well, trade or the pickup in the way of the second re-entry draft. I, Sumari is, in the history of Sumari, he's been known as a reckless player. He was a little reckless at some times, but at least it didn't cost the team tonight. Well, at least not too much. 
and so far so good. Him and Sima have had a surprising chemistry for two players that, again, basically never heard of each other if you go a couple of months in the past. So that was great. Evan Bush got a couple of great moments in that game. Could have been a little bit better on that second goal, but what do you want to do? He had the Pachuca's Ultra or the Pachuca's supporters in the back of him for the whole first half. He had things thrown at him, coins, beans, stuff thrown at him and being injured, not injured, well, bad words thrown at him. He'd been, he was cursed at throughout the whole first half and he was able to at least keep some sort of focus and concentration to help Montreal at least take a lead in the first half. So that not... I have to say, people, I am surprised and happily surprised how the Impact kept it together in that game. Yeah, they allowed to, like, somewhat late goal, but the last goal was at the 68th minute. It wasn't like the goal at the 98th. It didn't collapse. It was goals that were, like, deserved for for Pachuca. So at the end of the day, I have to say, the Montreal Impact surprised me tonight. A 2-2 draw. That if you would have asked me before the game again, I would say impossible. But at the end of the day, Montreal Impact scored two goals on the road. They're going back home March 3rd. Get your tickets, people. They're coming back to the big go on a field where they will have an advantage. But just needing to keep it scoreless. To move on to the semifinals and tie Toronto as the Canadian team that makes it furthest in the history of the Scotiabank's CONCACAF Champions League. Alright. I think that wraps it up for tonight. Thanks for listening to the post-game show on Off The Woodworks and get ready for a preview show in the next couple of days. We'll get someone to talk about that preview March 3rd. Big O, 7 p.m. Get your tickets and come and see me at the Big O. And until then, have a great soccer.